Welcome to the Thrive Church weekly message. We hope you enjoy this message and we pray that it blesses you. For more information about this podcast or other resources, check out thrivechurch.co.nz. So uh, my message this morning is uh, entitled Dangerously Good. Who knows that, uh, that we have a dangerously good God? Come on. And that we're called to be dangerously good in our life. And I just want to read uh, from Acts 3 uh, today. And Acts 3 actually took uh, place about three years after the death and resurrection of uh, Jesus Christ. And this uh, story, it took place at um, the gate called Beautiful. And this gate was at, um, surround, or the, the, the fence or the wall was surrounding the temple. And so this was a, a gate into that temple. And the story involved these two guys that walked with Jesus when he was like, he was, they were, he was tight with these guys. It was Peter and it was John. They were like his inner three, well, there were two of them, but there were three of them actually, but there were two in this story. But these guys walked really close with Jesus. And they passed by this man as they entered into, uh, through the gate called Beautiful, um, who had been lame from birth. And, and, and this guy, it was his, this was his lifestyle. He would lie on a mat and he would call out to people walking by and ask for money. And in verse 6, he had asked for money, and in verse 6, it says this from Acts 3, Then Peter said, Silver or gold I do not have, but what I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet, and he began to walk, and then he went uh, with them to the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. I love this story. It's just a fantastic picture of what Christ in us can do to someone else who is just dependent on just the normal, on just getting by. But Christ in us, we have this mandate with Christ in us to bring freedom uh, to those around us. And so life happens when we have the Spirit of Christ in us. Chris uh, Valentin, he talks, he breaks open the Scripture a little bit, and he calls the, he talks about this being like a sozo encounter for this man. And, and a sozo is, is you know, uh, it's the Greek word for being completely saved, completely healed, and completely restored. And, and he goes on to point out how this man went walking. He was healed physically. He, um, he was jumping. He was healed emotionally. And then he was praising God. He was healed spiritually. And so you see this incredible liberation in this one guy. He has one encounter, and he gets this extreme makeover in his life where God impacts him and brings life where there is death. So Life happens with Christ in your life. Turn to your neighbor and just tell them that with Christ in your life, life happens. Come on. Do you know, grace, grace is incredible. You know, you could have a big zero by your life, like this guy who was crippled. And when grace impacts your life, you can go from zero to the fullness of Christ's purposes and destiny and promises in an instant. And I know we talk a lot about process and we love 
process and, and God's all, he's all about getting us on a journey of, of saved and, 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 and of salvation and working out our salvation with fear and trembling. But I want to tell you, I believe that God's bringing an acceleration around us in this hour. We will see people that are just newborn into his kingdom speaking and walking and jumping and praising God within days. Well, this happened within an hour, you know, of, of encountering Christ. God is bringing an acceleration and we're called to be dis- distributors as a church and as a people of Christ's bigness, of his dangerously good heart and the dangerously good love that he has for others. But the the story goes on because the religious people at the temple, they saw what happened this day and they were offended by the name of Jesus Christ. And they were offended by the level of influence that these guys had. I mean, you look at this situation, you go, this is all good. What could possibly be wrong? And why would people be upset about this? But it says in Acts 4 verse 3, they, and that is the priests at the, temp, uh, at the temple, sees Peter and John, because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. That's, that's pretty awesome increase right there, isn't it? And it doesn't include uh, women and children. But do you know the spirit of religion, you know the priests, these were like the guys that looked after the church. The state, they were carrying this religious spirit around their lives and they were offended by the power of Christ. And they felt threatened by the resurrection power of Christ. So they were like, how can we shut down what God wants to do in this hour? See, there's the man on the mat who every day lay on the mat and religion walked past him every day. The temple priests, they walked past him every day. And he was confined every day to this mat. And I can imagine maybe those, those religious uh, priests, they were like, you know, let's just flick him a few coins. Let's just give him a little bit and we'll just keep him going and we'll just keep supporting him so he could su- su- just survive. But you know that Christ has got such a bigger heart and a bigger vision than just surviving and getting by in life. And there was something that these, that these guys who were connected to Christ had that the people who were in religion did not have. You know, the spirit of religion... Um, man, I don't doubt that, you know, we try to be free here and like we want to be, we're Holy Ghost Pentecostals. We want to rock the Holy Spirit and, and just be so liberated and, 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 and that everyone would, would, would enter into this fullness of life. But I don't doubt that there are parts of our lives that are actually quite religious that are actually like, we just do what we do because it's what we've always done and we maybe some of us do things out of obligation or we just turn up or we're just in the, you know, we just get in that zone of life and on the treadmill and we can go, a whole year can go by and we're like, how have I grown this year? What's happened in my life? How have I been reckless for Christ? And, and we can go, I know I can sometimes go, what did I do? How did I grow? What, what was dangerous that I did for Jesus Christ this year? So religion wants to keep us isolated from the Father's generosity. 
wants to keep us restricted from the Father's heart and engaging with that reckless, that reckless, dangerous love that He has to bring freedom uh, to our planet. Religion restricts us from what Christ has made available to us and for us. I love Romans 12. It says, verse 1, do not conform to the pattern of of this world, but be transformed with the renewing of your mind. Do not conform to a pattern. A pattern is something that has been done and created before. A pattern is a template. A pattern is a system. A pattern is just, it's like, let's just plug into the same old, same old, and let's just do this. Let's just be mundane. Let's just uh, just hook into this. And, and, and here the Word says that we're not to conform to a pattern, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Do you know, Christ offers us freedom from a pattern. Maybe it's a pattern of behavior that you've had around your life. Maybe it's a pattern that's been over your family for generations and it's just what we do because we're the we're the phrases and we have skin conditions because we're the phrases well the word of God says that we're not going to be conformed by the pattern of this world about what people have said over your life what your parents have how they've defined you and how you've fitted into that mold I believe that Christ wants to set us all free from the patterns of religion and the patterns of just of just going through the motions today can I get an amen come on we're called to be alive in Christ Jesus. Do you know, He offers us freedom from the pattern. He doesn't just reinvent things. Do you know, God just doesn't reinvent the same old, same old. And He creates a whole new concept. He is the God of abundance. He is constantly thinking about bigger and better and greater and more impacting and more lovely. And He has got this incredible plan for us to engage with a new thing. Man, whoever's in Christ, you know, is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. You can just, you can take that for today. There's something new that he wants to release to you and through you in this hour. And But the religious people, they tried to stifle and shut down Peter and John by putting them in prison. But it says then that when they did that, that the number of believers grew to about 5,000. You know, when we're living in God's dream, when we stand in a posture of faith, no matter what the, how the world tries to conform us and lock us in, in Christ, we always have the upper hand. You know, days you got carted off to prison, ah, God's going to be shut down. It says that when they were in prison, the church grew. You know, you take them physically out of the, their equation, but the dream and, and the vision that they're carrying in their hearts, still, it's still giving birth. Life's still happening. Life is happening. Growth is happening. Freedom is happening, not because of what they're doing, but because of what they're carrying. Despite of physically being shut down, spiritually they're becoming more alive and more full of vision for their church and more full of vision for the, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so I want to tell you today that you're called to be a liberator from sameness. That if you're feeling shut down and locked in today, that Christ is still at work in you, doing a great thing in you and through you this morning. You are called to be set 
free from the pattern of this world and from the formulas of this world into the fullness of Christ Jesus. He is not governed by the formulas of this world. And I love principles are all good, but he wants to break us open into this radical encounter with the Father heart of God who just can't help but give us good things. Every good thing comes from the, the Father of heavenly lights, and He's got good things to give to you this year. And I want to call you out from just expecting the same old, same old this year, because He has got a big, big dream, and He wants us to go up the mountain together. And I don't want anyone to be left behind. He wants to awaken in His dreams today. I was just praying uh, last night, and um, I just believe that there's someone here who has a dream to have a sewing business. I don't know if you're here in this service, but I'm going to speak that out and say you can do it. That God's calling that dream alive. I saw someone actually with a, with a bakery as well. And if you've got dream to be a baker and to own a bakery, then I want to call you out to pursue that dream. It's a real deal. When you've got something that God's giving birth to in your life, it's the real deal. It is bigger and more real than what you're physically seeing. You know, God, um, He dwells in the supernatural place. And we, we just want to see a little bit of the supernatural uh, on our earth, don't we? But the supernatural realm is God's normal. And He wants His normal to become our normal. So we've got to start living and looking towards what He says over what the world says, over what the patterns say. We need to steep, uh, keep our connection with what God is saying, no matter what the circumstances are. And I believe we need to start living with a what if, not a probably not. So easy just to enter into those, you know, those default moods and just like that, that system of, of living. And, and just, you just, it's so easy to live with a probably not when God's calling us to live with the edge of a what if. What if, God, you've got someone for me to talk to, to share the love of Christ with today? What if you're calling me to be a friend to someone I don't even know yet? What if you're calling me to give someone some food today? What if you're calling me to have a good mood? <laughs> what if you're calling me to turn the TV off? What if you're calling me? What if you're calling me? What if you're shaping me to be an incredible prayer warrior? What if, what if I pray things and things start happening around our lives? You know, I want to call you up into prayer. I just had a little idea this week uh, about my prayer life, and I've decided every time I turn onto West Belt, which is where I live in Rangiora, I'm going to pray for my family. And so like, oh, it's worked so well. Every time I'm on West Belt now, I pray and prophesy over my kids. I call, I speak all their names out and I call them into their fullness of their relationship in Christ Jesus and I just declare that every one of them has a destiny in Christ and that our family is going to be looked after this year and it's just awesome to just have a little trigger, you know, just to, to, to set you off. And so now Westbelt is my prayer for my family uh, road that I cruise down. So anyway, that's my what if God wants to break through and do something radical in your life. And I want to today, you know, I want to dream with you. I want to believe with you, and I want to see our what-ifs turns into, into God's supernatural encounters being unfolded and released into our lives. 
Acts 4 goes on to say in verse 13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, this is the religious people saying, my gosh, how the heck did these guys do this? They were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could not see the man who had been healed standing with them, there was nothing they could say. I don't know what you think you need for your breakthrough today, but I just want to remind you that hanging out with Jesus is the trigger for anything that is radically, incredibly, dangerously good in your life. Like Christ Jesus and your connection with him, he is the trigger. He's the one that's going to pull it, and he's the one that's going to get the glory, and he's the one that wants to supply all your needs. But let him be the trigger and the gateway to whatever you're going to step into this year. These guys had nothing. They were unschooled. They were ordinary, the Bible says. that. But what they had was that they just hung out with Jesus. A little bit of Jesus had got on them. And, so, and what they saw seen Jesus doing, they started doing for themselves. As silver or gold, I do not have, but in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. And this just infuriated the religious people of the day. <laughs> you know, these guys had caught that it's same infuriating ability to heal people that Jesus had. <laughs> they thought they'd killed him. They thought they got rid of him. But here were guys doing greater works than Christ. You know, we're called to do, this, you know, greater works, the Bible says, than Christ Jesus. And the difference maker here was that they had a connection to Christ Jesus. And I don't want you to be a church that looks to what you don't have or what you didn't do at school or who you aren't connected to. I just want you to keep looking to who you're connected to. We're not only called uh, to find people who need Jesus Christ, but we're called to give them Jesus Christ. We're called to give Jesus Christ. And that's what these guys did. They said, silver or gold, I don't have, but here, have some Jesus Christ. Get up. <laughs> Have some Jesus Christ. I love this from um, the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. When Lucy asks the beavers if Aslan, um, and Aslan is actually Turkish for lion, if you didn't know, if Aslan the lion is safe, as in, is he safe to hang out with? <laughs> safe, said Mr. Beaver. Don't you hear what Mrs. Beaver tells you? Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. You know, our king is dangerously good. He's incredibly powerful. I was reading Job 40 yesterday, and man, read that and just bask in awe of the power and the glory of God and that same power and glory and, and reckless, dangerous goodness, actually. He's got a call for that to invade our lives. He wants that to be become our normal. I love this. I saw this recently, this meme, and it says, The devil whispers, you can't stand the storm. The warrior replied, I am the storm. <laughs> Come on. With Christ in us. With Christ in us. What Jesus released, peace at the storm. But I want to tell you today, the great unsafe king desires to flow through your life by the power of the Holy Spirit and redefine what normal Christian living looks like. And I want to say it's not going to feel safe. 
You're not going to feel safe when you step out in Christ. You're not going to feel secure because you're not stepping out on the natural, normal things. You're stepping out on your faith. And it's going to grow you and extend you and be the biggest blessing that you could ever, ever, ever have. So step out this year. Step up this year and step into everything that Christ has for you. The believers, they prayed in verse 29. It says, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through your name of your holy servant, Jesus. And after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. That's a radical encounter. They've been thrown in jail. They've been persecuted. And they were like, consider your threats and let's go, let's do another round. Let's speak more boldly. Give us more. Give us increase for your kingdom. You know, we're going to take communion. We're going to finish the service with taking communion this morning. And this morning as you take communion, I want to encourage you to receive his body and his blood as the liberator of your life. The fullness of the goodness of Christ who wants to liberate you from sameness, from patterns, and into the fullness of Christ Jesus. He's the one who who can and is willing to bring the greatest definition to our lives. It says in Romans 12 that everyone has faith. I don't even know if you're an unbeliever today, but the Bible says that you have faith. It says in Romans 12 verse 3 that God has allotted to each a measure of faith. And I want you, no matter how big or how small or how in between you, you think your faith is, I want you to grab a hold of your faith today and, and believe that God wants to supernaturally uh, increase your vision. To not just have faith, but to see what you're carrying in your heart be realized this year. I want you to take that faith and believe. That that faith is the certainty of things hoped for and the assurance of things not seen. Because we're not, we're not, we're not normal. That is true. We're not created to be normal, to have normal dreams and normal imagination. We're called to receive supernatural ideas, creativity, and insight. We're not just going to have normal sickness here at Thrive. We're created to have divine health in Christ Jesus. We're not just created to have normal moods and default settings and all that sort of thing. The Holy Spirit has got the fruit of the Spirit for every one of our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. That is not normal because we're called to live in the Spirit. We're not going to age normally. (laughs) Come on. I'm believing for supernatural energy the older I get. Supernatural here. There's no recession in heaven. I want to call all those... Craniums back to the fullness of a head of hair. What do they say? I used to have the waves, now I just have the beach. (laughs) 
I believe there's someone here today as well who has a fear of dying young or an early premature death, and you've seen it happen in your family, and God wants to break that today, drink to that today. I want to. I believe also for people here that you've just had normal connections, normal friendships, and that's all good. You've got great, reliable, but God's going to bring greater connections for your life here today. Uh, I, I believe as well that there's a supernatural abundance for us. You know, the Bible just can't help but talking about that all the time through it. So don't expect normal lack, your normal struggles this year. I want to call you into supernatural abundance and uh, accelerated promotions this year as well, that you people working and uh, you're just going to have favor with who you're working for. Here's one here as well that I was just praying into. Normal, uh, as a parent, expecting the normal childhood patterns. You know, they have these things like the terrible twos and then teenagers are like, oh my gosh, the whitewater rafting years. This is, I've just got to survive this ride. Well, I want, I want to encourage you to not expect your children to go through those same patterns that the world has defined for you. But you're going to have kids that are being going to be such a blessing in your house and to your family. Also, lastly, normally, I wouldn't share my faith. Normally... I would just kind of like not talk about what I did. If I did something on the weekend, really, I'm not going to talk about church. I'm going to call you out and call you into being a people that share your faith and your love with Christ. And maybe that's with words or maybe that's with actions, but we're not expecting just the normal shame around Jesus Christ. But we are going to step into the fullness of the boldness. These guys prayed for great boldness. And I believe that we're going to be a church that doesn't care what people think unless we're like, loving on them, but we're going, to be, we're going to be caring more about what God is saying and about what He is calling us to. So we're going to take communion this morning, and um, I just wonder if we can all stand right now, and I just, want to, um, I just want to pray over you guys. Can we just have some ambience music? Thanks, Rich. That'd be awesome. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for being supernaturally incredible. You are amazing. You are incredible. You're dangerously good. And we want to be a people who engage with who you are and who you're calling us to be and who you're calling us to become. And we take a hold of our faith today, God, and we say yes to you. We say yes to the fullness of Jesus Christ this morning. And I just want to ask you, just as you're standing in his presence, how, how should I respond today? How should you respond to this message today? After we've taken communion, we're going to have some prayer up the front. I believe that the gift of salvation is here today. If you're feeling like I am not saved in Christ Jesus, I want to invite you up the front to receive salvation. But we're going to have people praying up the front. Actually, Jared, I might just have you over this side, bro. And Jared's going to be praying specifically for Holy Spirit impartation. And he's going to be prophesying uh, this morning. Um, I don't, Lynn, I don't know if you've got some, um, you can pray or just stand there and pray over people. <laughs> but I saw you commissioning people today, uh, for commissioning people for, for dreams that they're going to step into this year. And so if you're up to that, you can do that. And Debbie's here as well, so she can just do that as well. Um, Mitch, I saw you just praying and releasing healing over people here. So 
that's going to be awkward with you on the keyboard, but that's okay. But you can do that as well. So I just want to welcome you up now just to come and, and, and take communion. We've got a table down the back and a table at the front. And just as you're taking communion, just be asking the Holy Spirit to come and fill you with this reckless boldness and incredible love and power for 2016. You can do that. And once you've taken communion, come up and just receive some prayer this morning. That'd be amazing. Thank you. You've been awesome to preach to today. Thanks for listening. For more information about this podcast or other resources, visit thrivechurch.co.nz.